Hello and welcome to my podcast, Learn, Raking, Connect. And it's with me, Tracy Matthews. So I hope you're well and I hope you're uh, now relaxed and ready just to, to tune in and listen to some of the information that we're going to be speaking about. Because this place, this space, is really about helping each other to connect to the light within and awakening and remembering from deep within there's a part of us that already knows and that's already helping us and navigating us through life. And you know, in the work that I do, I'm really here to help people to make sense of the physical life experiences. Because when we're going through difficult times, it's very um, unsettling, it uh, throws us off course and uh, we really don't feel particularly joyful and happy when we're going through experiences that uh, don't particularly feel so good. But of course, if we see these experiences through the lens of our um, energetic self and the root of what we're going through, well, what this does, it enables us to see our truth and to understand and translate what this all means. You know, and there's a part of you and I that know why we're here. It knows. And uh, and that's why I keep mentioning it. I'll always keep putting that out there because I really want you to intuit, recognise and embrace that part. That part that's your intuition. It's that little voice, the inner voice. It's the bigger me it's the higher self, it's the soul, whatever modality, wherever you've come from, whichever wording that feels more comfortable to you, it's that light within that's connected to the universal source. And you know, when we start to recognise that part within, what then happens is life takes on a new meaning, just in our own understanding and about where we are, about uh, the path that we're on, the plan that we made before we even said, you know, when we got here in the physical life. So in this podcast today, we are talking about the subject of where are you in your life at the moment? Now, I've put this together and I normally talk to people about this and it's referring to are you reacting or creating in life? Now, what does that even mean? And what's the difference between reacting and creating in life? So stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. Hit the subscribe button and just settle in now as we talk about this, because I think they'll find this information helpful. You know, and I want to share with you the difference between the quality of life that you may be experiencing if you are in creative or whether you're in a reactive part of your life and journey. And I speak to clients all the time and have been um, helping them to sort of manoeuvre themselves out of, you know, periods of time or, or patches on the spiritual journey where they're absolutely stuck. You know, there's been very difficult to sort of even know, well, what is this? What am I even feeling? Why can't I do anything? It seems like I'm in like, you know, quicksand and I can't move anywhere. And whenever you try to manoeuvre, it feels like you're sinking rather than moving forward. Well, what is that? What is that kind of energy? 
And of course, I would like to share my own experience of how this was for me. So for first of all, I really would like to sort of uh, talk about what do we mean by reacting or reactiveness. So when we look at the term of the word, it's like a response. So it's a response of something or someone. So if someone came up that you perhaps didn't know and touched you, there would be a response to that. Now, what we're doing here is we're just now moving this into where you are in the energy of life. So what does that even look like when you're reactive in life? And this is quite interesting. Um, And you might be able to identify if this is where you are at the moment. Now, in terms of reactive living, it pretty much feels like when I was going through mine, pretty much feels like you're on a roller coaster in life. There's kind of not much control going on. You're kind of on the roller coaster and wherever it's going, you've got no control is going to take you. Does that make sense to you? It's almost like life has a life of its own. (laughs) It's like we don't even have any choice. So it's like life is moving us into a direction and quite often is perhaps not in the area or the direction that we want to go. So what does this even feel like? What does it even look like? For me, there was a sense of waiting. I was on this roller coaster where I was kind of waiting to see what would happen. Even waited for the universe to give me some signal so that I would go, ah, that's where I'm meant to be. And of course, you know, the universe, that higher self, that part of us is always communicating with us. But whilst that happens, when we're in this reactive state, it's more of a waiting for it rather than seeing it. And if we do see it, we don't actually respond. We're kind of waiting for something else. And this is the key There is an energy of waiting, you know. Let's broaden that a little bit more. Waiting for someone to love us. You know, waiting for someone to come and help you out. I was waiting for God. Literally waiting for that sign, waiting for something that felt right so that I was able to sort of, you know, do it. But I was kind of waiting for something that was outside of me. You know, just waiting for someone to to kind of rescue. (laughs) I don't know if that makes sense to you. Reactive living is pretty much in the state where we are kind of expecting something to happen but it's not going to happen for us. Does that make sense? Maybe that's somewhere where you are now, where you are sitting in that space. And you know what? It never feels good when you're in a reactive. There is normally a level of stress that's going on with that. 
you know, and I heard me talk about in um, different podcasts and I speak to with people just to try to understand where are they in terms of the frequency that they sit in in life. And reactive is normally just above beta. You're normally in fight or flight. You know, and I've added a, the extra little bit in there, freeze. Because if you're anything like me, I freeze when, I, when I'm very stressed, when I'm finding things too much. So most people's reaction is a fight or flight. But you might find you identify with just freezing. We end up doing nothing. It's just one big procrastination, if you like. So it's a very... Um, tricky part when you're in this sort of energy of life because it feels like you've got no choice it feels like you have to just suck it up and just get on and almost like swim through a bad current where you're just paddling away you're just really really trying to keep your head above water so there's not much enjoyment, you know, and if you anything on your spiritual journey and, and I know I was where I thought I kind of understood the law of attraction and how to manifest. But actually, I used to feel quite irritated with it in the early days because there's something about the term that it, the universe is a mirror and we mirror back, if you like you know, um, all our thoughts and our feelings and that mirrors back. So if you're anything um, like myself and like so many end up in this reactive stage where you don't actually manifest what you want, if active anything, you are manifesting exactly what you don't want. And boy, that's a conundrum when that happens. It's almost like the more that you are telling yourself or fake it till you make it kind of thing, the more that you don't actually have what you want to show up in life. So the energy of reacting or becoming or, or reactive living is pretty much sort of wait and see what's happening there's no choice. That's normally what is running through a person. You know, you might have aspirations. You might want to do anything, but you have absolutely no idea or actually how to get out of what you're in. In fact, you don't even know what you're in. It's a very sort of condensed period or part of your spiritual journey of a part of your life so essentially you're doing things that you have to do and does that resonate you've got no choice maybe it's the work that you're in you know you don't want it but of course you've got to pay the bills and that keeps you stuck it's like the more that you do what you don't want to do the more deeper you get into this period and it's really hard. Now, for me, I had a, a decade of just doing exactly what I did not want to do. And then I got out of it, which was quite interesting. We're going to touch on creative, 
But I got out of it and I didn't know how I got out of it. And then I went back into it again. And that's why I've really liked to talk to people and really share this, this, if you like, this phenomenon of, of when we get into different sort of energies of life. So this reactive living is pretty much sort of, kind of feels like it's out of your control. You've just got to do what you've got to do to survive. And that's really tough, especially when you're on your spiritual journey, because it's like we don't understand it. It doesn't make sense. You know, if it's going to be like this, then why why did we sign up, you know? <laughs> And it can make you feel all those kind of thoughts and all those kinds of uh, feelings. And it's really interesting just, just going back to manifestation. Because what I realise is that what we actually are doing is that the law of attraction is actually happening and working very well. But we're living by default. Now, what that meant was I had to figure out what do I want. Now, does that resonate with you? Do you know what you want? I have to admit, for me, I knew exactly what I didn't want. And I could literally speak an hour on it. But if at that point in that part of my life, what I did want, I had no clue. In fact, I was silent on it. And that's a bit of a key. So what that means, it might look like that you need to be a little bit more clearer on what do you want in life. Not what you don't want. <laughs> it's good to know what you don't want. But you see, this is how the law of attraction works. I put so much focus on what I didn't want. That is what the universe mirrored back. As all the good stuff that I completely disliked, didn't find any joy. But you know what? I'm very grateful for those experiences. And very grateful that I got myself out of it. Didn't quite understand how I got out of it until I got back into it. And then I had to put more conscious effort into this. And this is where we're going to move on now to creative living. Now, what does that mean? Well, when we look at the term creative, it means that we bring something into existence. We make something happen. And this is really key. So let's shift this now to life. What does the energy of creative living look like? Oh my goodness, it's completely different. And you might be internally recognising this right now. You might have had periods of life where you've gone, oh yeah, that was a different, there was a flow. There was an energy to it. Or it might mean at the moment you're in this reactive and you didn't even realise, oh my goodness, yeah, how could that be? Why was there a flow there and there's an off flow there? And this is also very interesting. Creative living. Well, that's more conscious. 
so reactive you're aware or maybe not so aware but it's very much like oh you know I've got to keep going whereas with creativeness there is more cognizance there is an awareness that you need or you want to put things in place that you want to create something you want to do something in fact there is no waiting around with creative it's the opposite actually is quite proactive there's an energy to it so what does that look like then so what does that sort of even look like if you're in this creative energy um, um, creative part and energy of life well simply put you're going to have goals you're going to have goals there are going to be things to do and you're going to make things happen now does that make sense so you're not on the roller coaster in fact of anything you've got off you're saying ah, this is not for me because this is not going in a direction that i don't even know where it's going you're not holding on for dear life. In fact, of anything, you're going to make things happen. <coughs> and the best analogy I can put this to and, and how I felt when I was uh, in the process of understanding this difference between reactive living and creative living is that if you go into a car and if you're in the passenger seat... You know, I was in, I was almost in the boot at one point. But say for argument's sake, you know, we're, t- we're looking at this analogy. You're sitting in the back seat and you're really waiting for someone else to sort of move the car and go into the direction. And that's pretty much where reactive sitting and living. But when you go into creative, you're in the driving seat. You're moving the car. And that is so different because that means you have an intention of where you're actually taking the car. It it doesn't, the car's not moving for somebody else. You're not waiting to start the car and then proceed to go. You know, and and in the law of manifestation, we don't need to know the steps of what we're going to do to get there. We just need to know, well, what's the end result? So there's almost like a bit of a light that shines on the path and we just go because it feels different. And this is the other thing. And and this is what I love about creative living. There's a, a sense of alignment You know, when things just fall into place, you know, you say you want to do this and then you do the baby steps that help you to accomplish your out, you know, the the result, the outcome. And that flow, that alignment is beautiful, you know, and... It's all about really making things happen. So this is where I'd like to really just sit and ask where 
are you? Are you sitting in that sort of reactive stage of life? And incidentally, let's go back to those frequencies. We were talking about um, the frequencies of... uh, You've heard me talk about in other podcasts, but we'll just run through them very quickly because they're very key. That will help you to know and feel where you are. Because reactive is pretty much in above beta, which is fight, flight, or freeze, as I was mentioning. So you're pretty much sort of living life, not necessarily relaxed. There's an element of stress there. You're kind of going against the grain a little bit. So going into alpha and theta is not satisfying you as much. Now, when you're in creative, you are aware of the stress, you're aware of fight-flight, you're aware of beta in your normal, everyday living life, but you are able to put yourself into alpha and theta. Of course, delta is when we go to sleep at night. Now, these frequencies, we're doing them unconsciously, Every single day. You know how to do it. But when we're in creative, there is an element now of in that alpha state. That is the creative frequency. And a part of the mind is where the higher self. You know, it's that inner voice. It's the whisper. It's that part of you that tells you. Or you get a sense that you know this feels right. This, this, what I said I wanted to do, it feels right. And you'll get a sense of well-being. You'll get a sense of that relaxation. There's a level of calmness. There's a flow. There's an ease. You know, and when it's really at its best... You know, there's a calmness, there's a grace. It's just beautiful. So where are you? And I just want to let you know it's okay if you're in reactive. We come here to experience both polarities. This is what living on our on our planet Earth is all about. We've come here for experiences. And quite often when we're in certain phases or certain uncomfortable periods of experiences and life and everything can suck or our health is just plummeted we don't understand our mental health has just taken a dive and it can be really disheartening but you know this is why we're talking about this this is why we're putting some awareness and just consciousness around where you might be where you might be sitting in the energy of your life so where are you you know are you reactive does that resonate with you are you stuck in a job or circumstances or a situation that you can't get out or do you understand and get a sense in the flow that there is a A wonderful feeling of um, flow. Or maybe you recognise now that that was a wonderful flow that you had. But you've kind of lost it a little bit. And you don't know how you got that back because that did happen to me. Sometimes we do it very unconsciously. We don't know what we 
actually did, but it kind of got us out of that loop and brought us more into a more favourable flow and feeling of life and when you're doing things that you said you wanted to do. So how do we actually move into creative? Now, if you're sitting in that sort of reactive, you know, even now I still go through periods where I can feel myself slipping into reactive and then I just glide myself out. There's no good and bad, it just is. (laughs) You know, we're learning all the time. You know, we're sort of understanding the more we're on our journey and how we don't have to sit in a state that's uncomfortable. You know, I speak to clients all the time. You know, sometimes we feel that our choices are so cemented. They're so in, we're so regimented that we've got no way of changing what we want. I just want to let you know you can always course correct in life. If you've set on a path, you've started off in something and you don't like the feeling of it and it's really changing, it's making you sad, you don't have to continue. Now there might be that little voice, that inner intuition, that higher self that's been just niggling you and letting you know that you don't have to stick something that's uncomfortable out you know and if you've learned what you've learned through it and it's giving you no joy and you're ready to move on then maybe this is the time and this is the space just to acknowledge that part of us because it get tries to get our attention all the time because it has our best interest at heart So how do you get out of that reactive stuck phase that you might be into and move into the creative, more flow and alignment? So I would recommend and what I've done myself is start with one thing at a time, because if you're anything like me, if I've got too many things, I feel completely overwhelmed. And then I go into paralysis. So what that does to me, it kicks me out of the frequency of alpha where I feel creative and relaxed. And it puts me beyond beta and I go into fight, flight. For me, it's freeze. So that gives me like a level of paralysis and a level of procrastination. If I've got more than one thing, it's too much. So it's just a little advice. Or maybe you want to do one or two and you follow what feels right for you. But if already that stresses you, you already feel that response. And maybe you're not aware of that fight, flight, stress response. That might be something that you might need to sit and realise. How do you feel with one thing that you want to do? One goal, one mission that you've got. Or if you add two, because that's going to tell you the difference of whether that one's enough or whether two is just really putting you back into that stress. And stress is reactive. That is not the, the state and that's not something which you want to put yourself and trying to help yourself to go into creative. So one thing, 
What do you want? You know, don't think about what you don't want. Because <laughs> I am like that. I had a little bit of an issue where I had a default where I would just go, well, I don't want that. And it might mean that you need to write down a couple of things, but focus on one. What do you want at the moment? You might want to divide this up into personal and also spiritual. Because they're all very different, but they all affect us. What happens on the physical level affects us on our spiritual you know, we can't sort of uh, divide it all up because we are energetic, spiritual beings having a very physical human life. So it's all connected. So what do you want at the moment? And this is going to be really interesting as to what you want. Because it's going to feel a little bit uneasy you might feel scared at the prospect of how you go about it. It might almost feel inconvenient. You know what I mean by that? You know when you start a diet, there is never a right time. A diet is always inconvenient. There's always a birthday, there's always a Christmas period coming up, or there's always a, a time where you've got to go on holiday. Do you know what I mean? It's just so inconvenient. And it might feel that this goal or this thing that you really want to do, and you know you want it, but boy, it's scary. And it just doesn't seem to be the right time. It's inconvenient. And that is something that you might want just to sit with and just hold that space. Because you know what? There is never going to be a convenient time. The right time is when you have decided, when you've had enough. And it might be that you're sat in this sort of stuck, no choice, kind of reactive energy of life at the moment. And now's the time to just really break the pattern. And that really is sometimes what it takes. It takes that breaking the pattern. Sometimes we have to do something different. Now, how are you on doing something different? Are you a creature of habit? Now, sometimes, you know, I, I fall into the category that I want change, but I don't really want to change anything that I'm doing to create the change. It's so contradictory. And you might need to sort of sit in that space and... And then ask yourself, well, why? Well, it goes back to feeling a little bit out of our comfort zone. A little bit sort of inconvenient to do something different. So sometimes it might mean, and quite often it does mean, that we do things differently. Just to set that creative energy moving. So what that means is, and if you're anything like me, thinking about something, I've almost done it, you know, I can think myself slim, <laughs> that kind of thing. But doing it, oh, that's a completely different ball game. It's the doing, the action. 
And, you know, it's at the soul level, it's the action, that level of action, which is karma, which is the consequences of what we do. And that's all something we might talk about that another time, but it just shows you the energy of a thought. Once that thought, which is in the fourth dimension, it's in our mind, then we can then bring it into the physical. The physical, we will always have to do something about it. So what is that one thing that you want to do? How does it make you feel? A little bit uneasy with it? Is it a little bit like, oh, that's just too far? That's too out of my comfort zone? You know, does it feel almost not feasible? Does it feel like too far out? Well, it might mean that you need need to look at something that feels a little bit more manageable. Or maybe it is the, that little jolt. And that's why you're listening to this. And that's why you're, you've been directed to this podcast, because that's what happens to me, my higher self, I go on, and it just leads me right to the thing that I do want to hear, but then I don't want to hear. I think, oh, I get it. So what is it that you want to do? And this is the interesting thing about the manifestation. We can get a bit caught up and get a little bit all sticky around it because you might not know the steps in how to get there. And I would encourage you don't worry about that yet. Just have in mind what it is that you want and sit with that energy. And once you sit, what's the emotion? What's being evoked in you? Why are you feeling this? Why do you think that you're feeling this? Is now the right time? Is, never, is, 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 is it never the right time? Or does it feel now that that part of you is just saying, listen, this is the time to break a pattern? So what are the most sort of uh, things that I've helped others do and I've done for myself that has helped me now to put this now into the physical? And in other words, do something. So it might mean that you work with a vision board where you put a couple of things down visually of what it is that you want to do. You might be very visual like that. I have vision boards, but they tend to be more written and as a reminder. So I want you to do it the way that feels right for you. So you might, for example, get a vision board of the goal and the thing that you want. Say, for example, let's just use this example, it's the job. You're in something that every day pains you, every day stresses you. You feel, you know, there's no denying about it. Every part of your being is saying to you, I do not want to do this work. But the bills need to be paid. There's people that's relying on you, you know, and then hence we've got all that. So what is the dream job? You might want to be start thinking about what is it that where when you think about that, there is a level of oh, there's almost like an exhale. Maybe you might think, oh, that is just completely a pipe dream. Well, that's really interesting. 
just put that down. Maybe on your vision board, put all the areas and cut out certain visual things that make you feel that job, become that job. What does it feel like every day if you did that job? Does it satisfy you? Does it financially free you? Does it give you what you want? Is it time? Does it make you happy? What does it feel like doing that? Imagine yourself. And that's what I would encourage you to do if the vision board feels right for you. Position that somewhere in your room where you can see that every time and remind yourself. And of course, what are some of the actions that you would need to do? Well, this is where we were talking about doing something. And yet it might mean that you have to do an update of a CV. Or it might mean that you do a little bit of uh, research into what qualification or what is it that you need in order to do that job. And that might feel a little bit unsettling, a little bit scary. You know, it might feel a little bit, ooh, is this really going to happen? So you might want to look at a vision board. Now, another little tip is what I tend to do and some others have done. I tend to work with lists. I don't know what it is. I get very, I get pleasure out of doing a list. And then on my iPhone, I can tick it off. So I've got to the point now where I will say, I want this. I want A, B or C. And we've got to be honest, it's life. We're here in the physical. Some of this stuff in life, it might be some physical things. It might be the money. It might be to get something that you really want. And that's okay. You know? Or it might mean, and I use this for all things, not just um, everyday normal things that I would like to have, but I use this on my spiritual path and my purpose because it's the same energy that's being used. That I want to do this. That I want to do that. And I'm going to be honest with you. I know I'm here to help people. I have been working in the last, um, especially since 2017, teaching on a one-to-one basis. Now, my higher self wants me now to share this on a bigger platform and use my voice. And I'm going to be honest with you, the thought of that was absolutely horrific. I just thought, no. I kind of wanted to stick to what I knew best, which was a little bit more one-to-one and working sort of within the parameters. Now, this might be happening with you where you get a sense of your purpose, that you're here to help, that you're here to work and assist on a bigger level. Now, like, if that is happening with you and, you know, for me, it was inconvenient it's inconvenient with working with what I do um, working from treatment place and also work with my business 
putting that all together and now I've got to do podcasts. It felt absolutely almost inappropriate. (laughs) But it felt right. So I understand where you might be. And that's why I'm sharing my personal experiences. Just to let you know that it might feel really horrible to begin with. It might feel completely pushed, completely out of any form of a comfort zone. But you know what? Every time I share this, I know there are people listening and I know that we're going to help each other out. And this is the thing. The more you start doing it, the more you start putting into place so that I had to look at my my routine. I had to look at my schedule. I'm going to do it on this day. Then I'm going to do that on that day. Oh, I'm going to do them weekly. Oh, my goodness. How am I going to do this? Well, I'm going to do this. So do you get the drift? It might mean that you need to look at your routine and it might feel, oof, how am I going to fit this in? But you know, this is where creative energy flows. And even though before I start putting all this together, I might feel, oof, because of my own feelings and I just, you know, change. Sometimes it doesn't always feel good for the change. But you know what? The more that you do it, the more that it you feel the alignment, the more creative energy and that flow that comes back. So what is it with you? What is it that you know that you're here to do? Let's just, you know, move this. Let's just steer this now into that because it might mean that you're sat in that space. You're here to help people and it might be on a level that terrifies you. So just sit with that energy. Your higher self and your guides will support you and help you. And if that's what's happening with you and that's why you've tuned in today, that's what we said, that we would help each other, remind each other to do. To just get out of that stuck and that energy which doesn't feel good. And if you're in that, it's horrible really. There's not much going on. Everything worries you. Everything is an effort. And although it's an effort to start off with when we go into this creative energy, creative living, where we become more proactive, you know, we're in the, the, the driver's seat. So we've got plan A, B, C, D. We don't quite sort of know quite what it is, but we're going to put these little stop breaks in. We're going to make these plans and then we do something about it. And this is another little thing. You know, you might have sat and been thinking about this for ages. I thought about this for a couple of years ago. And my guides were always gently pushing and gently guiding. And I'm like digging my heels in more. <laughs> so, you know, they understand. But this this creative energy and when we are aligning to our path, to the plan that we said that we do when we got here. This is where you will feel the joy and happiness. This is when life really sort of opens up 
opportunities happen. There's a lighter energy. There's a feel to it. And all we've got to do is just do those baby steps. You know, in aviation, if you just sort of do sort of small steps, you completely change the direction of where the aircraft will land. You know, and just to use that as an analogy, it might feel, oh my goodness, to jump into that is too much. Well, look at the baby steps that you can do that will help you change and get onto the path. And that's the thing that you said that you wanted to do. That's the thing that's going to give you the joy, the happiness, the alignment. It might make us feel a little bit on the edge of like, Ooh, I don't want to be seen. You know, it might mean that you've got to put your face out there. You've got to put something on a, um, a social media platform. It might mean that you've got to help people, whatever capacity there is always going to be a part of you that's that inner voice, that intuition that will be whispering to you and encouraging you just to take these steps. Now, as we said, you know, being in creative energy, there is an energy. There's no waiting might feel a little bit oof, to begin with because you're sort of out of your comfort zone. But once you take your stride and once you start implementing and doing the things that will help you get to where you want to be. For example, let's go back to that, that job. Then you've prepared your CV. Then you start doing the job applications and then you send it out. And then when you start sending out, that's where the creative energy lays. That's where the opportunities come. That's when you've taken yourself out of that energy and the vibration of, let's call, reactive energy, vibration A, argument say, for argument say. And then we say um, creative energy is vibration B. Well, you can't go in with vibration A to vibration B. It's a different vibration. It's a different state. And so what this, really why we're talking about this is to help us to really understand what is this energy that we're in at the moment? And I hope this has helped you sort of identify where you may be sitting, maybe you've just come out of it, or maybe you've just gone in, or maybe you're able now, which is I always think is always helpful, retrospect, hindsight, where when I went back into the second time, I thought, hmm, how did I get here? Because I am very attuned to alignment. I feel things. You might be very, very similar. You might feel, or you might know, or you might hear, see, however way that you're wired energetically, which just alerts you, is like, hmm, I don't know where I am at the moment in this part of my life, but it's not serving me. It's not giving me what I want. So it might mean that you take a look at a vision board. or You might need to put some lists. And incidentally, with my lists, I consciously go back on my list. And when I have done that and I've received a result, I tick it. 
And boy, that tick is beautiful. I give thanks and gratitude. So I make sure that I am conscious when something has shown up and I've manifested it so that I go, right, this works. And then that sets another energy flowing until we're, we're really sort of just riding that wave, that wave and that energy that makes us feel good. So I hope that's kind of giving you a little bit of a glimpse through a lens that perhaps you'd not quite realised where you are at the moment. Because sometimes we don't, you know, we don't sort of have the time to be sort of cognizant and maybe to sort of sit and understand our behaviour, why we feel the way we do, why we're doing what we're doing, why we're not doing You know, it's like sometimes you enter a period of you don't seem to be able to do anything that you want to do. Well, what is that period? How do we get out of it? You know, and one of the most powerful ways is when we put ourselves into a frequency of alpha and theta. And you might have heard me talk about this. This is where we learn to really use meditation And how are you at meditating? Because, you know, when you're in that reactive, stressful stage, you don't have time for yourself. It's all reactive. Self-care, putting yourself into a meditative state is the last thing. Because you're too busy on a fight and flight. You're too busy sitting above beta. And it's tough. And the enjoyment of life is very much compromised. So what a lot of people have learned to do and what I help people to do is to take themselves out of fight, flight or freeze and put themselves into alpha. And one of the most powerful ways to do that is through the Yasui Reiki pathway. Now I talk about that all the time because I live it. It's not something I just say to people, I live it. Because when I'm sliding, going into sort of a reactive and things get a bit stuck, I take myself and put myself right back into a frequency that I can calm myself, get myself into that creative, that beautiful creative energy, that flow, so that I can hear my higher self. And we do that through a very powerful, intentional method. And if you haven't already by now, just take a look. Have a look at the website at learnrakingconnect.co.uk. Just have a look. Might mean that you would prefer the in-person courses. Then have a look local to where you are. Or it might mean that you would like to have a look at the online. I've put together... Reiki level one and two. This is the foundation of taking control of our mind. You know, the mind monkeys, not being able to quite meditate, sitting there. And I've had so many people over the years say, I cannot meditate. And when I've gone through with them, this intentional method of the Reiki 
um, way of on how we can use that intention to create what we want. And they are absolutely dumbfounded that they can meditate. Not only meditate, but connect with source energy. You know, Yusui knew. He knew how to meditate. You know, he knew this. But he still was on a mission in his own life trying to understand how do we become enlightened? How do we get on our path and purpose? How do we understand this life that we're living? And he found a way of connecting directly with source. And that source is already within you. And that source is already within me. All we need to do is to connect in with that part so that we can hear our higher self. So, you know, like I said, it took me a decade where I sat in that space, you know. I don't need to go into another decade of sitting in reactive living. I'm glad that I've understood it so I can help others to get out of it. You know, and the minute I feel that slide, I go straight within. And that part of me directs me. That part of me helps. And it's the part of you that could have well directed you to this podcast today, just to help you now understand what it is that you're in. And you can get out of anything we don't want to be in. We can course correct at any time. We are able to bring back that freedom and that autonomy. And we are able to have choices. That's one thing we do have on this planet is we have free will and where we can use it. So I hope you found that interesting and I hope that has helped you to identify perhaps where you might be sitting and where you might be yourself at the moment. Are you reactively living or are you now creatively living and just getting yourself into that flow? And if I can assist and help and if you'd like to be able to get yourself into that creative and that alignment and learn the most powerful um, method of that's been left in our consciousness, then do take a look at the online Reiki courses and just see for yourself. Uh, no matter what platform you're on, I'm on YouTube, um, Spotify and other areas. Um, please listen in and I look forward to speaking with you again. Until next time, do take care and bye for now.